This podcast is given to you by Arloka David Smith, teacher and founder of the Dharma Mind Buddhist Group. For more information, please go to dharmamind.net. talk is um, the importance of silence <clears throat> and it says on the blurb that it's 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 common to all all traditions all, all practices in Buddhism um, it's what unites us all is that whatever tradition we follow whatever school whatever whatever practice we have and all the various all the many many different meditational practices and just the whole sort of philosophy and how you approach the dharma which is which is which is there there, there are so many ways wonderful really for um that are developed in the east through the different cultures and the different schools <clears throat> but actually they're all going in one direction you know i mean buddhism i mean that's that's a, that's a huge that's a huge thing um, uh, that, that all, all of Buddhism all of Buddhism actually however however it may seem otherwise um, <clears throat> is all pointing in, in the same direction is all pointing to one thing and that's <clears throat> to find the place of stillness they may not express it exactly in that way but it's in that place of stillness is where you get to see the Dharma is where you get where change is possible, and all and all the and all the all the different meditation um, techniques, and uh, say that they are just so numerous. Whether they be insight or even even uh, just concentration exercises to get you going, which most people engage with certainly when they start their practice, are always aspiring to stillness, to be quiet, to 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 let go of the. Um, the distracted mind, so that when that stills, <clears throat> then you can see, then you see the Dharma, and you can see your, however they however they want to, to present it to you, but you get to see the truth, and for us you get to see your true nature, although not every all schools would say that, but actually this this whole business doesn't work, it doesn't work without stillness. This is what we aspire to. Um, as I say, you can you can go off on all sorts of tangents and, and probably forget all about that because you get so many different meditation techniques. But ultimately, they're, te- they're, they're all leading you to learn to let go of that of that mind <clears throat> that possesses you. <clears throat> as I touched on this morning, the mind that just never, as we all know, it kicks in as soon as we wake in the morning. And we hope that it shuts down when we go to bed at night, because if it doesn't, then we don't fall asleep. Uh, so we sit, we, we lie in bed until to the damn thing does give give up, and, and hopefully in that little space that we got, we can we can drop off to sleep. But other than that time there, this this mind is is with us all the time, isn't it? It's this this thing that's. Um, of course we need the mind and the mind is, is important we're human beings we need it we need our intelligence we need to use it it's a, it's, a, it's a tool that no animals have this is what sets us apart in many ways 
Um, but I'm sure most of us would agree that if you look at your mind, <clears throat> you'd probably be quite honest and say that 90% of it is just rubbish. And it's not, it's just, it's just endless going on and on and on. A little bit we use, we need to use, but we can't just put it down when it's done its job <clears throat> it picks up on other things and most of that stuff is well as we all know it's 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 just it just ambles on and it's always it's almost like something is dangling something in front of us so that we follow so that we attach so that we we, we go off on a tangent and create all sorts of worlds all sorts of images and scenarios with ourselves or this imaginary world that we create of people and objects, situations, and there's no end. To, there's no end to them, is there? It just runs from one to the next. Always, maybe we get stuck with one that we can't shake off for days. We get such attachment around around it that we can't. We just play. It's like a loop tape. A lot of the time, it just goes around and around and around because it's always got to be active. There's something there that has to be, that has to, that has to distract you, continually, continually distract you. Because if it wasn't there, <clears throat> then you would see the truth of things. It's like a veil. A veil, a veil's not much. It's more like a brick wall. That that will that was there, and and it's almost like it's like it's its job, just to just to keep you locked, locked in this in this. In this world that you create for yourself, <clears throat> that um, that continually distracts you, sucks you in, and creates all sorts of stuff and all uh, attachments, and you create things, and you chase, and you get attached, and you get caught up with things. It's becoming all the time, all the time, always reaching out, always wanting to take hold of something. You know, whether it's something important, which some things are important in life. But so many, so so much. It's it's just insatiable. And as soon as you grab something, you want something else. <clears throat> this is what we do. It's like a greed, a greed. It's insatiable. But what it does, <clears throat> it serves whatever the, whatever the object, whatever the scenario is, is, is irrelevant actually. <clears throat> what it does, it 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 achieves it achieves this this thing of always keeping you. Keeping, keeping that agitation going, keeping those thoughts going. The thoughts are completely irrelevant. Don't start giving thoughts values. It doesn't matter. Um, as I say, some things are important. You do need to think. <clears throat> but as soon as you put those down, any, any old rubbish will come into your mind. Uh, anything. And then, you, and then you start following, you chase, and you get caught. It's all what it is. It's all about creating this notion of a self. It's a self identity, and, and as long as that thing is turning over, you will always be creating this thing of a me. These are my thoughts. These thoughts belong to me. I am these thoughts. <coughs> and you spend your whole life, all your waking life, hundred years. And on your last day, when you're lying on your bed, still chattering away, 
like the first day you started, started thinking when you were a baby, when you lost your babyhood. Still chatting and went, ning, 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 ning. What am I going to do? What am I going to have for my dinner? What did I do yesterday? So and so, blah, 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 blah. And here you are, about to expire. doesn't matter. And this is what we do. <clears throat> and it sucks you into this world. And as we all know, it can be so debilitating. Sometimes you just scream out, shut up. And the more you scream out and the more upset you get with it, the more you just feed it. It won't shut up. The louder you shout, the more the more, the more it's, it energises. And you can't get away from it, you know. And and the Dharma, you know, and that's what you do in the one. I guess you just accept it and you get on with it and you just live your life with this thing that's going all the time. It's almost like this thing that just keeps following you all the time when, you, when you're engaging with life and doing things. It's just all the time it's with you. But what that's serving to do is that it's always, it's, it's permanently keeping you away from who you really are. Keeping you away from your liberation, your freedom. Keeping you away from peace. And, and Buddhism and Dharma, it's, it's the whole package... Whatever tradition you follow, whatever method, countless methods, all having a particular purpose, a beginning, middle and end. But when you get to the end, that takes you to the next one. And it's all about refining this, this thing, this chattering mind, stilling the mind, slowly, 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 slowly disempowering it. With all sorts of methods, all sorts of tools, all sorts of go on and on and on and on. And you have to find the ones that suit you, that, that, that work for you, that, um, you know, that, 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 that you feel will, will help you. But ultimately, they're all coming to the same place. And that's, it's to find that stillness, it's to quieten this madness down, to shut it up so that it falls. So, so you, learn, you learn not to attach, you learn not to chase it, you learn not to follow it. You learn to leave it alone. Because the only way that it keeps going is because you follow it and you take it to be real and you buy into things and you get caught by things and one thing leads to another without end. <coughs> but you learn, you learn as you go through, through the technique and through techniques and, and through hopefully a growing understanding of yourself and what all this is about. Slowly, slowly, you, you begin to let go. You see that, that the nub of the issue is always about attachment. It's always about holding on. Because, you know, in meditation, when you still yourself, the, the mind can, can, can come up and it can blabble away. But, but, but you're alive enough not to follow it. You just, you, you, you know, you can look at it, but you don't follow it. You don't buy into it in any way. You just leave it alone. And when you leave it alone, it, it, it fades away. And then it will come back again and offer you something else, like a carrot. Come on, let's go, let's follow this, come on. Never mind all the stillness nonsense. Come along, let's see where we can go with this. And you follow it. And it creates, what it is, it's creating this, this self-think. Because in that stillness, if you ever touch it, if you ever, if you ever find yourself not following things, you're in a selfless state. There is no self. It doesn't, it doesn't exist anyway. It's just like a phenomenon that, that kicks in when you present, when you give it, when you when you present the material there. 
this thing, but but when it's but when but when you don't follow the material, <clears throat> there is no self, and it's the self that's the nub of the issue. It's the self that 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 that's the thing that's the, the motivator, that's always grabbing, always grabbing, because it's always trying to re- it's always trying to it's always it's like it's screaming out all the time. I exist. I exist. I exist. That's all it's doing because it's so insecure, and, and it ought to be insecure. <laughs> Because there ain't nothing substantial about it at all, but it's always trying to say, "I exist, I exist," I, and, and 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 the way that I exist is when I grab something. See, this is me. This is mine. I I want, or I don't want. Doesn't matter. And then there is self thing. Then you think, "This is me. This is this is this is my ego." But of course, it all goes into then nothing. Then you grab and you grab and you spend your whole life running all the time trying to. Affirm that there is, there is this thing called an ego, a self, an I. But it's the whole the whole world that it operates in is it's totally nebulous. It's just it's just it's just a, a thought process. There isn't any substantial. You will never find your I. You look inside yourself. All the med, all, all the all the insight practices in the world. You go looking for your. You go looking for this me thing. You will never find it. For the simple reason, there is no me. But when we buy into this, these carrots that come along, I exist, this is me. We buy into it. But the whole thing only exists because of attachment. And when you attach, you create, you create, you create dukkha. And when you don't attach, you go beyond dukkha. There's no, there is no dukkha when you don't attach. But this is this is what we do in all practices, as I say, Buddhism, in in all its profundity, and everything that's grown out through all the traditions, and all the avenues it goes down, the the, the visual, the the dance, the chanting, the, the the whole the whole amazing edifice that's grown up over hundreds, if not thousands, of years, is all pointing in one direction, and that's the self thing, and going beyond the self and finding. That place beyond the self, which is still, <clears throat> which is silent. That's all. It's that simple, actually. You don't have to get caught up in all this stuff and, and probably go crazy in the process of trying to grasp it all with all the traditions and, and, and all the teachings, the wonderful teachings that, that go on and on. Somehow you've got to understand them all and what's this about, where's it going. Uh, and, you know, on one level... On an academic level, it's uh, it's you know it's, uh, there's, 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 there's there's nothing more more attractive to study, at least for those interested. But in terms of actually putting into effect, put it into practice, tasting the ice cream rather than looking at the ice cream and wondering what it's made of, but actually licking the ice cream. Actually, this you, you've got to be very careful of all of that stuff and not buy into it all because it, it also feeds this. This thing that's papantia, this becoming all the time. He just wants more. Oh, let's study Buddhism. Blah 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 blah. When you fall into the trap, the very trap that you're trying to get yourself out of, and you, and you don't free yourself, so you have to be very careful, very very careful. The upayas, it's a raft. It's something that helps you, but you must be very very careful that you touch it very lightly. That it's a great danger that you end up. 
no farther forward. You may know all about Buddhism and get a bit of philosophy and a bit of stuff, but you actually know you're still you're still as much attached as you've ever been, and you still chase and you suffer. But they're all pointing to that place <clears throat> where there is no attachment, where there is no self. That it's 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 what that whole world, all that chattering and everything that comes from that, is a creation. It is created. You make it, you manufacture it. Until you manufacture it, it does not exist. And when people come into your mind and, and the world that you... You are making that in that moment. And then when you get bored with it or when it runs its course, you then go and create... You go and create more people, more things, more situations. But you are creating it all the time. And you live, you live your whole life in this, in this mode of creating all the time. And somehow think very often that somehow you're going to find your liberation in all of that, in all of that, as long as you've got the right thoughts and you think in the right way, skillful way, in a, in a wise way, think about wisdom and stuff, that somehow you're going to find your way out of all of this and satisfactoriness, you'll never do it. All you do is just any more than you can pick yourself up off the ground by pulling on your bootlaces. You can't do it. You've got to find another part of you that's not a part of that madness. And that part of you that's not a part of that madness is this thing, there's a part of you that's not a part of that, that actually is never touched by any of that. You can lose it, in the same way that you lose the sun when the clouds go across the, 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 the sky and you don't see the sun anymore, that does not mean to say that the sun doesn't exist anymore. It just means that you don't experience it. But the sun is still sitting behind the clouds, untouched by the clouds, is never touched by the clouds, but sits there permanently. It's the perfect analogy. Well, there is a part of us that's like the sun. And that's what we need to access. We need to get to that place. And we get to that place by learning to be still, mentally still. Silence. Silence of mind. That's what silence means. It doesn't, silence in, in a Dharmic sense doesn't mean no cars going up and down the road. You're in the middle of the country. Oh, isn't it nice and silent? That's one sort of silence. <clears throat> but you can be in the middle of the countryside and, in, and enjoy that silence where there's, there's no noise going around. But still this old fellow's going like this. You've still got to contend with that, even though it may dampen down somewhat because you're not being distracted. It's still, still going away. So you're not, you're not experiencing the dharmic silence. But it's the dharmic silence that we, we have to find that we have to work our way towards through practice, through the skillfulness of the, of the tools that are given us through all the traditions <clears throat> that help us that, that, that so we can we, we learn to hone our, learn to just let go of, the, of, 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 of to see that it's all about attachment and when you attach you just you just create all the time is to learn to let go of that and like I just said, that when you, when you learn to let go of these things that come up to your mind and you don't follow them, 
They'll be around for a few seconds and they'll, they'll go. They're quite innocent, actually. You don't have to blame your thoughts for your, for, 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 for your, for your, for your madness. Don't blame your thoughts. They're quite, they're quite empty and quite neutral. What you need to look at is, is your attachment to them, which is a completely different thing. That you identify with these thoughts and you hold on to them. There. That's what you've got to look at. And if you can learn to declutch from that, learn to see it coming. See, 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 hello, hello, here we go again. Falling into my habit, following this scenario, this situation. Nope, not going to go there. Not going to do that anymore. And learn to let go of your habits. But your habits, your habits are, are, are habit is just a, another word for attachment. And if you learn to let, let go of your habit, then you're learning to let go of your attachment. And if you learn to let go of your attachment, then this thing begins to disempower, begins to not have that grip, have that hold. And so, if you stick with this, and you, and you, you the primary place where, where you can aspire to find the stillness, to find the stillness, the primary place is always on the meditation cushion. It's not the only place. You can, you can use the rest of your life to help you take your, take your, take you in that direction. I, you can learn, you can learn to hone your life, let go of, of the habits that you've got in your life. Learn to let them go and create a silence in your daily life. A stillness, a spaciousness, a simplicity. So when you come to the cushion, you, you're already sitting on the edge, as it were. And when you come to the cushion and you've got whatever, whatever your technique may be, and as I say, the traditions offer many, many different ways of going about this, what you're doing is you're letting go. <laughs> and when you let go, you find, you, find, you find that part of you that's not a part of that attachment. And this, this comes through this, what we call awareness. Your awareness, which we've all got, you may think that your awareness is a part of this madness. It isn't, actually. It is actually, ultimately, it's the sun. But we throw the, we throw the clouds across. And so we think, you know, we think somehow it's all part of that stuff that, that, that we make. But actually, it's not. It's sitting, it's sitting quietly behind all of that. Um, and is actually not touched by it. And that's what you have to find. You have to find that place of stillness, which is with you permanently. You don't make it. Nobody, you don't, you don't make still, you don't make silence of mind. What you do, you learn to let, let the clouds go. You learn to let what, all the stuff that you attach, you learn to, you, you focus on and you learn, you let them go. And when they go, it's like the clouds. They will fade and they will melt away. And when they do, there'll be that which has been sitting there all the time will shine through. <clears throat> and that place there, you, again, it's got all sorts of names, and you can approach it. But but it, it, it's that place of uh, place of silence, and that's what unifies us. On when you find that place of silence, it's not a dead thing. You think oh well, that's oh that's that's like like a void. As, as, as people will often say, when when people do their meditation practice, very often they can let go of their stuff, and then they find this, they find they find this this p- 
peace, this quiet, this stillness, and then, and then it's like, well, what's next? This is, and then that's all part of the agitation. Like, in, that's a step along the way. It isn't. It's about nurturing that. It, it's about polishing that place of stillness, allowing it to to free itself, so that it forever becomes more and more familiar to you. You become more familiar. It becomes more into your life because if you if you learn to come to your awareness, never mind on the cushion in your daily life. When you're in awareness, you will not be thinking. You will not be attached. You can't do the two things at the same time. Not really. There's a sort of grey area. But if you maintain your awareness, all of that stuff that you're chasing and holding onto that pulls you all over will fade away. And you'll stay you'll stay with your awareness. And then that awareness, what is this awareness? It's just like a well that's that's the great that's the door. That's the doorway. That's the doorway to 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 the inconceivable, actually. It's not a dead thing at all. It's not something, oh, well, look at how boring is this awareness. There's no entertainment. There is no entertainment there, in the normal sense. So, uh, and the great, di- oh, well, I'm, I'm bored with this. I want to go and think of something, lose myself in something, rather than stay in this boring place where there's nothing going on. <clears throat> that happens very regularly. And it's a temptation for all of us. But that's what we need to get familiar with, <clears throat> and to bring that awareness into the into the into the dynamic of life, so that that awareness is, is can see. And, 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 and one of these many characteristics of awareness is like a mirror. A mirror, a mirror, a mirror that can be a dirty mirror that that you can hardly see an image on. You sort of see a mirror, and it's all dusty. Dusty and dirty, but you said, "Well, this is this is actually a mirror because there is something, you know. This isn't like a, a, a piece of wood, you know, a piece of cardboard or something. But it's, it's so dull, it's so dull. I can, can't really pick out the image that. Well, I guess it's me because I'm looking in the mirror, but I can't really see myself. <coughs> but it's something, something there. And so you begin to clean it. You wanna, you wanna." You want to look at yourself if you like, so you begin to clean. You begin to clean the mirror. You begin to polish it, get the roughness off. But even when you get the roughness off, it's still not really clean. It is cleaner, and, it, and it's more it becomes more and more obvious that it's a mirror and, and it's it, there's a reflection there. But it's still not there's not not a huge amount of detail or colour. But clearly, it's better than what it was keep polishing it and you keep polishing and you keep polishing and you keep and that 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 is that is a dynamic thing that you do that is not a passive thing a mirror is not going to clean itself you've got to engage with the cleaning and if you don't engage with the cleaning you won't clean simple isn't it if you've got a dirty mirror it's no good you keep looking at it and saying oh I want that clean I'd like to see that clean well if you want it clean then you know get off your backside and, and clean it brush the dirt off, and when you brush the dirt off, it will be clean. And that's what we have to do with our awareness. That it's there, <clears throat> like the mirror, it's there, but it needs, to, it needs to be made brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And the way that we make that brighter is that we keep coming back to it. We don't buy into our temptations, the things that we follow. And when you don't follow them, they lose their power, 
they they become they become far far less potent than they used to. You don't get caught, you don't get lost, you don't get completely swamped by these things. But you, they still they still play on. But there's also another part of you that's beginning to oh, hang on, yeah, 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 yeah. And you follow them, but there's also another part of you that's observing you following them and knowing. Look, here we go again. I'm getting attacked. I'm following. But you're not quite as blind as you used to be, where you're completely blind, completely lost. Now there's a little bit of mm, a little bit of observation that you can bring to that very familiar habit that you've got. And the more the more that that you come back to that awareness, the more the more you can polish it, the less the attachment will become. Because you can't have the two. So little by little you're polishing the mirror, you're cleaning the mirror, and little by little the the image becomes ever clearer. That's how you go with that. So what you do, you know, in terms of training, what we do is that we learn not to follow our habits, and we can only do that by 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 making the decision not. To, I'm not going to follow that. Well, that is coming. That is coming from the other place that. You, you want to polish your, aware, your, your awareness to become ever brighter. So that the mirror becomes brighter and brighter. And the characteristics of that, of that mirror, not only is it becoming brighter, but actually it doesn't get involved with this world. And it doesn't have an opinion. A mirror doesn't have an opinion. A mirror can give you, when it's clean, it, it can give you everything in its field that comes into its field. The, the, the absolute mirror, the 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 the, 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 repli- the to replicate whatever 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 it, it, it's it's looking at. But a mirror never has an opinion. It doesn't say, "Oh, I like that. That's nice," or "Oh, I don't like. Oh, that's good. That's bad." <sighs> oh, but that's oh, that's. Fit. It just it just reflects what it sees. It never gets caught by what it sees. That's the nature of our awareness. Our awareness doesn't have an opinion. So you can you can watch yourself. You can watch these things, but you don't have to. You don't get sucked in because if you get sucked in and you have an opinion with what you're observing, you're playing the game. You're buying into the very thing that you think that you're getting out of. You're buying into it. You're buying into that dualistic world that you've created, and what you're doing is that you're reinforcing it. But awareness, if you, the more, the more familiar, the more you trust, the more, the more that that, that you, you you're coming back to that experience of of, of awareness. The more you, the more you'll be able to absorb observe these things. But not get caught by them, and it's not good. It's not bad. And this is this is where your this is this is at the very very heart of your relationship with yourself, because so many of us don't like ourselves. Now that 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 duality there, that conflict that that most of us us Westerners are very experienced with, got nothing to do with your awareness. Is that you're buying into this this dualistic world that you've created? And a part of it, and a part of it, the, the way that it deceives you, is that it cuts everything up, and there's there's good and bad, right and wrong, 
and there's me, there's self, there's other, there's all of this, all this duality going on, and you have the duality to, uh, towards yourself, and the dialogue you have with yourself, I don't like myself, I like myself, and then you cut yourself in half, and one half is fighting the other half, and the other half is trying to defend itself. All of this stuff that's going on. Well, that's all in your du- that's all in your dualistic world that you've created. Nobody's created. You are the creator, and you continually feed it by buying into it. But if you can find that place, you're aware of that place of stillness. You can observe it. You can see it's going on, and you're not going to just go like that. These things are very, very ingrained but you can begin to learn not to feed what you're observing. The self, the self-dislike <clears throat> and the attachments that you have that just reinforce, it's not me. Me doesn't care whether it likes itself or not. It's not on a, on a vanity trip. Sure, I'll take the vanity trip, but I'll also take the hatred trip as well. I don't care as long as, as, long as it's me. That's all. It, that's all. That's all. It's after. So you, 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 through that, through that, that polishing, through, through beginning to aspire to the stillness, the silence of my, the silence of awareness. That that awareness actually is your mind. Is your real mind, your proper mind, the true mind. The other one is a is a manufacturer that needs your input continually, just simply to exist. But this other one doesn't need anything from you. It's there. It sits there permanently. In fact, in fact, it, well, it, it, when it comes to it, it doesn't even die. Actually, when you die and this thing dies, and all the and all the fear that it's that it's created around the me, I'm, I'm I don't want to die. I'm going to die, and daddy, daddy, da. And then all the fear that goes. There's a part of you that's that's fearless that doesn't die because it was never born in the first place and yet when you first encounter it it's like what's this this is so boring there's nothing here well how boring is this is this is this stillness is this silence i want i want to be entertained i want to i want to chase things i want things i want to get into you know experiencing and never mind that 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 other part of you sits there. <clears throat> it, it's awareness. We, we learn to nurture awareness on our cushion. But we learn to begin the beginnings of le- of letting go of our thoughts. So we begin to find that that still part, that part that observes that awareness there, and we stay with that. We stay with that. Now that is not just a place of a stillness and peace. But it's also a treasure chest, a, a treasure chest. You think you think that that's boring. <laughs> this stuff is boring because you know where it goes. You know before you've even started where it's all going to end up. But you still chase the damn stuff, and you know where you're going to come back to. And you know what you're going to create for yourself, and you can take a deep breath, and you're going to be off again. And it just goes around and around and around and around, and around like this. And you feed it, and it gives you the energy, and it just doesn't stop. It just goes around and around. But this other part of you, just sitting there, and it's actually it's looking. It sees. It doesn't get involved. It doesn't have an opinion. All your opinions are in your world, self-world that you've created. 
this other one just that's that this is the jewel this is what is at the heart of all dharma practice well if it's not if it's not there you know I, I, then i don't know what it all these practices will, will be leading you to that place of stillness all the practices encourage you you train yourself to let go of your attachments that's all they are whatever the attachments may be 10,000 things that you attach to they're all there to encourage you to let go to let go to let go not to buy into to let go and when you let go you'll find you'll find that part of you that's not a part of all of that and there that part there is silent it's still and it's silent and it sits there and it, on the face of it, like I say, you could say, well, how boring is this? I can't be bothered with this. But you need to trust it. You need to stay with it. You need to keep the polishing. You need to keep the letting go, letting go, which is the polishing. Letting go means polishing so that it becomes ever brighter, begins to shine through. And then you begin to begin to get little tastes of actually what, you know, what is, what is the true nature of this dead thing, this boring thing. You begin to get a little taste, and one of the one of the things that it, that, that, that characterise it is that it knows. It's a, it's the knower. It knows everything, but you mask it off. You you rather chase all this other stuff and this this self thing that I know I know I know this and I know that, and you and you chase all that. But there's a part of you that that truly knows. It knows. I mean, you, you, you think that, that, you think yourself, you, you yourself, you think that you know that there's no competition. And that's sitting there waiting for you to let go, to keep polishing and polishing. And the, when you, when, the more you polish, the more it begins to shine, the more that it sees. And that seeing is a knowing. It's not just a blank seeing, a dead seeing. But it's but it's a seeing with 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 knowing. It begins to clock it. Begins to see, begins to know what's going on. It begins to see why you suffer. This is why I suffer. It's not because I haven't found the thing in the world that's going to do it for me. That's going to give me all the happiness and fulfilment, and I'm just going to keep running and chasing until I get it. Then I'm going to be. Then I'm going to be happy. Then I'm going to be fulfilled. That's the delusion that keeps us running. That we keep looking for this happiness, this contentment, running for me. This other part of us looks at. Oh yeah. Well, actually, you're 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 you, you're up the garden path with this, mate. Because it ain't going to work. It's never going to work. The way to your fulfilment is to let the whole thing go. And when you let it go, you'll be free. You'll be happy. Happy, if you want to use that word. Contentment, content. That the world, that you'll be, that you'll be at one with the world, that, that you'll be comfortable in the world and everything that it throws at you, all the challenges that we get, all the th- everything that comes at, at you on a daily basis, just passes through you. You know it. You know, you know the truth of it. Nothing can touch you, actually. Nothing can bring you down. You can you participate, you engage with, with life, with the world. This isn't about rejecting anything. But you're not caught by it. Because 
the knower. The knower's there. The knower's what's going on. It sees. Play the game. Enjoy it. It's there to be enjoyed. But you're not going to enjoy it if you get caught by it and it gives you dukkha. And why do you get dukkha? It's because you're grabbing at it. Don't grab. Enjoy, but don't grab. <coughs> Let it go. Enjoy. Now that part of you that thought was some sort of a, a dead boring thing, that's beginning to show its show what it show what show its worth, what it is. That it can engage it can see, it can know, and can see why you suffer. That's why you come here in the first why you come through that door. You 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 may come with you come here because something's not right, something's unsatisfactory in your life, whatever. What you experience is dukkha. I mean, you can, everyone's got their own story, but at the end of the day, you're here because you want to get, you, you want to go beyond dukkha. You want to sort something out, and you come here. But if you 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 you, you, you nurture you, you 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 find that part of you that's sitting there permanently, it will see why you suffer. There's why you suffer. This is not rocket science, mate. You suffer because you hold on to things. You attach. Don't hold on. Live life, do what you do, but don't attach. And if you don't attach, you will live life as it should be lived, which is, which is a celebration of this, of this wonder, this, this thing that's, that, that will never be... You, you will never understand it, and yet you can be a part of something quite amazing, quite wonderful. This wonderful playground. And play like a child, actually. But a child that's got wisdom. Childs don't, children don't have wisdom. But you can have that childlike mind with wisdom. That's the maturity. So you play the game, but you know that stillness, that thing that knows the silence shines through everything that you do, is there, present with you, observing, knowing, knowing what's going on here. Enjoy, play, but don't attach. Don't fall, don't fall for it. Leave it alone. And then you're free. And then nothing will touch you. Nothing, no person will ever hurt you. Imagine being in that place. And you're not, not going around feeling so damn precious about yourself, as most of us do, protecting you. Don't talk to me like that. Don't say that. <clears throat> like little babies. E- expressing your own immaturity, that's exactly what that does, when you can't be challenged over things that... That's, 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 that's a sign of absolute immaturity. Well, on, in a worldly sense, to one degree... Because adults, we're meant to have some inner strength as being adults, unlike children who can't deal with anything. But to but to but to be able to not be touched by anything that happens, but yet still engage with life, that's freedom. That's when you're free of the self. That's when you're with your true nature. When you're with that. When when you've realised your birthright. It's yours. It's yours to reach out and get. This doesn't belong to anybody. This doesn't belong to a selective few. It's there waiting for each and every single one of us. Without exception. 
but it's for you to for you to put the work in, as it were. Don't sit there and wait for it to happen. You have to find out why you suffer. Find that place that doesn't suffer. Allow it to come and trust it. Because it isn't a self with self-motive. Self-motivation that's looking after itself. When you look after yourself, you suffer. You create, you, you build brick walls around yourself. Stay away from me. Don't you come near me. Don't you dare threaten me. And so you live in this little cage and yet you've got this great, wonderful, incredible thing that actually you, you, you're right in the middle of and you never left it and you never will leave it, actually. You only think you've left it. I mean, there's the irony of it. That brick wall actually doesn't even exist in the first place other than with your imagination and this self thing. That, 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 that builds itself up, that desperately, desperately has to protect itself. And when you do that, you cut life off. You, you're not fulfilled. You don't, you don't experience life. You don't engage with life. This is, this is, why, this is, this is why we all... Ex- this existential experience that we all have of unsatisfactoriness, that things are never quite right. Yes, that's fine. I've had a good time. I've done this, I've fulfilled this. There's always a little giggle there somewhere. And, and even when you've, when you've touched that rare experience, it, you, you know damn well it's going to go into change. And then you're back on the, on the treadmill again. All of that, all of that can be dealt with. It's not something that you have to carry around all, all of your lives. I can't do it. You can do something about it. But you have to commit yourself, and you have to put 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 the work in, and 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 and, and train yourself not to follow things, not to be caught, because that's all it is: it's attachment, grasping, greed. And it's not necessarily things that you like. Attachment also means things that you don't like. You want to get away from that's attachment. Attachment isn't a, isn't a, isn't a one a one dimension thing. It, it, it happens with, with with your whole consciousness. Is that is that all the time you're holding on to something that's always slipping through your fingers that you'll never pull off, and you know you're not you know you're not going to do it. So you're already feeling anxious before you, and then and then you, something else. It's just like sand running through or water running through your fingers. You never pull it off. You won't do it to the day you lie on your deathbed. You'd have to be a hundred years old, and it will still be running through your fingers. You'll never do it. But there's a part of you that will do it if you find it, and you nurture it, and you trust it, and you give yourself. You surrender, surrender, develop that relationship with it of something that's unknowable, something that you will never ever make a possession of. You will never possess your awareness. It's impossible. Impossible. So don't even go there. Treat it with respect. Treat it with reverence. Treat it with, with awe. Actually, see it as your inner guru. That which is that which is sitting there waiting to help you. That you're prepared to open up to and, and to trust and invite invite into your life. So you get that sense of non-attachment, not something that's always grasping, always wanting, which is very, very challenging because we are in a permanent state of fear where we're always holding on to things.
to give us security. When you learn to trust that part of you that you begin to, to find, you're letting go of your, your security. You're making, making yourself insecure in many ways. You're, making, you're willingly becoming vulnerable. Can you do that? That's not easy, and you can only do it bit by bit and get familiar and learn to trust. Take a chance. This is the adventure. Take a chance. Like I said earlier, be prepared to be turned down. Be prepared for people to say, no, no, I don't want you. Go there. Say, well, okay, well, I've tried. Fair enough, no problem. Don't you go. Don't do that. We don't want to be rejected. We don't want people to say no to us. Do we? Because it makes us feel insecure. So we don't do it. So we cut all of these potential avenues off. This is cutting life off. But if you if you get make inroads into this this thing that's got this fear, this self thing, then it all begins to open up. And you, and you say, well, okay, well, I'll give it a try. All right, fair enough. Don't make a problem of it. Move on. Don't take it personally, because that's what we do. You look at yourself and all the stuff that sits with you and go, you just look at all that. It all comes down to you taking it personally. Just imagine if you didn't have that, that, that thing that, that, that does take it personally, that that's, it's, it's, me, it's, it's me that's under threat, it's me that's been disappointed, it's me, me, me. Just imagine if you didn't have that me, me, me thing. Hmm? That's called freedom. And it's something that is your birthright. You know, and this is not the preserve of certain people. That's rubbish. All humans have got it, male and female. Never mind your culture, your, your class, where you're born. Rubbish. It's, 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 it's the human makeup. And, you, and you're born with that potential, and it's like, here you are. Do you, do you want to fulfil it? Do you want it or not? And most of us don't want it, because we're too damn frightened. Too damn frightened to let go of what we've got. So we live in this, and then, and then we die. In fear, invariably in fear. But it's there, you know? And and all of us, you know, you, you know, we all come here. All we've all got a touch of awareness. You wouldn't be here without it. You've all got that self awareness where you question, where you look, where you observe. There, there. That's what you need. There, 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 there. Don't go following the ten thousand things. There, stay there. Find the stillness there. Find the silence there. When you meditate, you find the silence there. This is. Learn to, learn to stay there, learn to get familiar with it, learn to trust it, open to it. And allow this thing to, 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 to begin to shine through. Allow it to, 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 to begin to see, see what you're creating and, and, and see, and see this, is, this is your suffering, this is your imprisonment. And see that actually it is possible, it is possible to still live and let all this stuff go, that you won't die. You won't go mad. Trust it. Allow it to take your life out. Allow it to carry you in your life. Bring it into your life. Open to it. Don't grab it. Follow it. Take a chance. 
And if you fall over, never mind. Pick yourself up and... So what? Small children don't care. They don't care about making a fool of themselves. They play and they run around. They, they run into tables and chairs. They fall over and they just get up and carry on. They're not self-conscious. They don't feel defeated. They, they're enjoying the, the adventure. Nothing's stopping them. We can do the same. Follow it, follow it. Allow that that stillness. Allow that. See this as your aspiration. It's, 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 it's the centre of your mandala. Don't make... And there isn't... How could there be anything more simple than silence? How can silence become... There isn't anything there. It's the simplest thing in the universe. I mean, how amazing is that? What's there? Look at it. Look at it. That's why we. That's why we don't. We don't bother with it. Well, there's nothing there. Well, why should I be bothered to give this any attention? I want something to get my teeth into. That's where we get it wrong. You see, then you're off in the world. Trust it. Go there. Nurture it. Allow it to polish. Polish itself. Come into the world. Come. And see what you do to yourself. And, and so that it becomes so clear to you that you, you just don't go there. No, I'm not doing that anymore. You let it go, you let it go, you let it go. And the more you let it go, the more that you will rest. You will discover you will rest in that place of stillness and silence. And begin to understand the profundity of that place. And see that all your life you've been running around like 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 a like a headless chicken, like an idiot. And all the all the time, all the time you've been doing that, your liberation is sitting there waiting for you. It's under your nose. There's nowhere to go. Just wake up and find it. Discover that it's already there. And it's been sitting there waiting for you for forever, actually. And it will still sit there forever, until one day, who knows when you'll wake up and realise the nonsense that you've created for yourself and let it go. And truly, truly let it go. That's your awakening. That's your liberation. And it's there for all of us. You make the choice. Your decision. It's up to you. Okay, thank you.